and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I am Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. With me once again is our special ray of sunshine, Miss Lorianne Poutier. Welcome back, Lorianne. Hello, Eric. It's good <laughs> to be back. I look I always look forward to these conversations with you. So it's glad I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and I, I know this is going to be helpful, and we've got a few more that we're going to roll out here. So, you know, stay tuned. You're going to see Lori in quite a bit in, mm -hmm. in the next couple months, which is not a bad thing. Um, but today the topic is, uh, you know, something that you can probably educate us on is about procrastination and just trying to, to kind of deal with that and what we call beating back procrastination. So, uh, maybe we start with just a simple question from your standpoint. First, just remind people what you do and especially of your experience, because it's you, these topics that we're talking about, that's why we have you on is because of your experience. Uh, even though you look like you're, you know, 25, you have a, a lot of experience uh, in the in business. So remind people of what you do real quick, Lorianne, for us. And uh, maybe answer that question of why you think people procrastinate. That's actually one of my most favorite subjects. So I, I have lots to offer, but hello everybody. I'm Lorianne Poutier, as Eric mentioned. Uh, I am the former uh, founder, co-founder uh, and president emeritus of IntegraCare Corporation, uh, which is a senior living owner operator uh, for independent living, assisted living and memory care in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh, so I had uh, a lot of experience uh, in the human resources, human capital uh, area of business. Uh, and so obviously a lot of these subjects intersect, but in general, I am just a, a, you know, a studier of people, uh, always looking to improve, help people improve, coach people to improve. Uh, so this is right up my alley. And in terms of why I think people procrastinate, I, I can look at myself and look over my, my many years of experience. And there's a, quite a few reasons. Um, I think, uh, number one, oftentimes the goals are very abstract. So if, you know, you're being asked to do something where you know you need to do something that doesn't have a lot of structure around it, we as humans, we crave structure, even though we think we don't want it, we do. So when it's very ominous, we keep putting it off because we really don't know exactly what we're doing. And there's a fear of the unknown, maybe that we think we can't do it or it's not going to be good enough. So we procrastinate. Um, other times, you know, we're, we know we need to do something, but it's way out there in the future. And you keep thinking, oh, I got three more months. Oh, I got two more months. Oh, that's only going to take me a day to whip up. And so the time you could have spent to make it spectacular you let it get eaten away. Um, and it doesn't mean you still can't do it, but then you do it with a gun to your head. And if you're like me, you probably don't feel very good about what you produce. Uh, I think this next one is really more what really hits me about my own experience. And that is that feeling of being overwhelmed. So when you have multiple things you need to do, you know, you have you know, six projects on your desk, you have your email, you have your mail that came in, you have your lineup of people at the door, you start just taking them all rapid fire instead of having a strategy to say, okay, my priority today is this. I need to put all these other things aside. 
what you instead do is you just keep shooting from the hip and your day ends and you've done a thousand things, but none of them got anything accomplished. And that's because you're overwhelmed and you're not feeling that sense of organization to actually focus. Mm -hmm. uh, anxiety, you know, fear. Sometimes we're afraid that it's not going to be good enough or uh, maybe that, that we don't know enough to do whatever it is. We, we basically have negative self-talk. We talk ourselves out of what our potential is and that anxiety then kind of immobilizes us and we, we don't move forward. And I think also, if you don't find it very interesting, you're going to procrastinate it. It's just a funny thing, you know, on the news right now, there's all these tips about how to cut your, your, your bills because of the, the recession and gas prices. So my husband and I put a list together of all the vendors, you know, the, the cable company, the phone company, the insurance company, the credit card company that we're going to call and try to do better with. But what my husband said is true. The reason you procrastinate those things is you know what you're going to have to do to get there. You're going to have to get on hold and talk to the person who maybe is reading a script and yeah. then they transfer you three times. So you're going to suck up a whole day. And although it may be worth it, you don't want to do it because the task itself is so undesirable. And if you think about your life, there's a million of those things every single day. Yeah. And then finally, this one probably uh, reaches home for so many people. Uh, if you're a perfectionistic person, you don't know, you don't realize you're doing this, but you kind of think nobody can do it as well as you. So when you could delegate, like if you have a team at your office or if you're a parent, maybe teach your child something new, instead you, you, you hoard it away for yourself, but then it's too much and you don't do it. So the procrastination actually disappoints not only yourself, but everybody else, when in fact you could have built somebody up by being willing to assign it, monitor it, and accept something that maybe isn't exactly what you would have done but that still could have been very good. Mm -hmm. So can you give us an example for like from your past, what, what kinds of things would you like put off the most? Is there. It's interesting. Cause you kind of, I, I, I thought about that uh, thinking about this podcast today. So for me, you know, my, I'm, I'm a very um, interactive person. I'm an extroverted person. My superpower is my engagement and my leadership. I love being in the face of people. Okay, so owning my own business, financial planning, budgeting, um, hold, you know, actually having to meet people about their goals, you know, as opposed to just expecting them. Those are all things that were not my fun things. So I had to, you know, learn how to do them. Some was going to school, self-study, digging into Excel spreadsheets and various databases. And I did that and I got... I mean, I'm, I'm actually very proficient at all of those things, but I hated it. So I would always do them at the 19th hour. So if the investor meeting was tomorrow, I would be doing the budget yesterday. So instead of maybe two weeks in advance, sending it to them in advance, having them get comfortable so that our time together would be more productive. Instead, they would be looking at it for the first time when we were having our meeting and often they would get frustrated by that. So I, I really had to start documenting, like it has to be done. And I had it in writing and every day I looked at that and that is what would make me do it. So there's, there's an example of something that maybe you don't enjoy, but conversely, 
things that you're really good at, like your superpowers. So I'm very naturally, I'm comfortable to get up in front of a group of people. So I've had to speak on a number of occasions. I could have planned my presentation weeks in advance and probably knocked it out of the park. But because I know that I can whip it together and I can still get up there and be engaging, I would do it the night before. And even though I would get a good, decent response, I would always walk away knowing it could have been 10 times better because I would have practiced. I would have had my examples be crystal clear. I would have, if I wanted to make my point three times, I would have made it three times. And those things don't happen when you procrastinate and you do things at the last minute. That's an actually really, really good tip because been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... And I think a lot of people do. And then we just get frustrated with ourselves because we know we didn't, you know, still good. It just didn't produce what we should have produced. Exactly. I actually had something recently that I did and I had one story I wanted to tell and it was a really funny story. So my whole topic was built around that story, but I, I wrote it honestly the night before. And when I got up, I still did a good job but I didn't, I forgot to tell that story. So it was the one really funny thing that I really know how to tell the story because it's just a funny story. And I never even told it because I was a little flustered because I knew I wasn't ready. So even though your audience doesn't always know, you know. Yeah. Um, So I have another question for you. Um, And maybe it's just because I do this sometimes, but I do think there's some truth to it. Is there ever a good time to procrastinate? Yeah, I think, I think there are some good times to procrastinate. Um, You know, I often think of when you're considering doing something that is not a fit for you, you know, sometimes people say, Oh, you'd be good at this or, Oh, you know, would you help with that? And our our natural tendency is to say, yes, we want to say yes to people Um, and saying no feels odd. So we say yes but it's something that's not a fit. So when you're not feeling comfortable with what you're being asked to do, whether it be, you know, a client or to volunteer for something or to coach someone or whatever, it's good to procrastinate that decision to say, Hey, could I take some time? Could I think about this and don't feel compelled to respond right out of the gate. And if you take that to, you know, different generations, if I'm a young person, And I'm thinking about what do I want to be in this world? Do I want to go to college? Uh, Or am I really a technical school person? Or do I just want to work right now and figure it out? Young people tend not to do that because the world is saying go to college. So they don't kind of procrastinate those decisions and think them through. If mom says you're going to college, the kid normally says, okay, I'm going to college. And then they get out of college. I, I have this in my own family. Um, and they are taking a job that doesn't require a college education. And although they're very good at it and they're loving it and they're making a nice income, they also have $150,000 in debt of debt to pay off. So I think procrastinating um, in some cases helps us take a step back, mm-hmm. think, maybe even kind of write down what we're thinking. And then we'll come to the right conclusion about whether to move forward or to move forward in a different direction. Yeah, that's, that's, again, good advice. Um, last question for, for this one. Um, 
what, what tips would you give people on how to stop procrastinating? Like what, what should I do? Like if I, on the right thing, stop procrastinating on the right things. You've said that there are times uh, that procrastination is okay. It should be okay. It's something that we do for sure. But on the things that are important that we keep putting off, what are some ways that we can overcome those or you have overcome? Well, I think, you know, I, I think when you have that tendency, it's a, it's a hard, I'm just going to say it's a hard thing. It's, you know, I still fight that every single day, but I think number one, when you have commitments, write them down. If, if your commitment has a date, you know, it's time sensitive. What's the date, write it down. Um, for me, what it's funny. Um, I think about who I'm disappointing. Um, so if I owe somebody something and I've said, you're going to have it by a date, my respect of that person mm. should be a motivator to me. Um, and I once had an investor say to me, and I've, I've kept this in my head forever. Um, I owed him a budget ironically, and I was two days late and I kept saying, I'll get it to you tomorrow. And then I didn't get it to him. And he said to me on the third day, uh, Lorianne, if I think about you in the shower in the morning at my home more than once, you're a problem. <laughs> so, so it's in other words, if you make your commitment, live up to it. And then, you know, one of the things actually my husband said to me a number of years ago, um, reward yourself. So if you know that about yourself and you struggle with it, when you set your goals, find little things you want to do and deny yourself those things until you do what you're supposed to do. So maybe you wanna go for a nice bike ride, or you know, maybe you wanna go shopping, or maybe you wanna go out to dinner. Your, your reward is when I complete the such and such, when I complete the budget, when I, when I make the phone call that I don't wanna make, then I'm gonna reward myself with a bike ride. So I, I, I think of that often, and I, I think that's just, those are just little things that kind of still keep your focus. It's really, all of them are bringing you to focus. And then the last thing I would say is take 15 minutes out of every day. It doesn't need to be long, just 15 minutes. Look at what's on your list. Think about what you have planned for the day and have a strategy as opposed to, you know, facing, you know, I'm up, face the day as it comes to me. Because when you have that attitude, all the things on your list are going to get put, you know, on the back burner. Very good. Once again, thank you for your wisdom. I appreciate it. Those were really good tips on the end, by the way. Um, uh, I like, I really like that second one. But um, for folks, that's all for today. And thanks for watching, listening. Uh, make sure you uh, uh, put your comments down below, like, share, hit that bell, all those good things. Um, Lorianne, how do people again get a hold of you? Yes. Uh Lorianne Putzier, P-U-T-Z-I-E-R. My email is L-P-U-T-Z-I-E-R-007, that's 007, at outlook.com. And my mobile number is 724-321-1865. Thanks, Eric. It was great to be here. Yeah, thank you. And if, um, you know, you, have, you want to get in touch with Lorianne and you can't find her or anywhere, just give us a call here as well or look us up, centerforvictory.com. And uh, again, thanks for listening, watching. Just remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See you soon.